The end of the exile of God's people is now at hand. Beginning in Jerusalem, salvation will be offered to all people everywhere. A reading from the book of Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exalt in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth shall bring, as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. The word of the Lord. The psalm appointed this morning is Psalm 147, and a partial reading on page 4 of your service leaflet. Would you please stand as we sing together? be seated. Paul rejoices that because Jesus came among us, we are no longer constrained under the old law, but now are set free to live by faith. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. Now before faith came, we were imprisoned and guarded under the law until faith would be revealed. 
Therefore, the law was our disciplinarian until Christ came so that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer subject to a disciplinarian. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you, so you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was the one of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. Merry Christmas. All right. Um, It's amazing to me how quickly the secular Christmas is over. Um, Beginning about Halloween these days, people start in the stores putting out their Christmas decorations, and you can even begin to hear Christmas music in the stores in November, and then Christmas Day comes, and it's over. Um, This morning on the way in in the car, I was looking for um, Christmas music on the radio. I turned on 99.1 and figured they'd have sacred Christmas music on. Nope, it's over, it's gone. Um, 102.5 KEZK all through December Christmas carols, you know. My kids were in the car and they'd roll down the windows and turn to 102.5 and say, it's December time, Um, as a joke. No Christmas carols on 102.5, gone, it's over. But not for us. Christmas lasts 12 days and the consequences of it last forever. And so um, I'm sure you all came for the sermon this morning, right? It's going to be two short little points. Um, At Christmas Eve, I talked about that God shows up. 
that Christmas tells us that God shows up. As difficult as that is for us at times to show up for each other, we know that God shows up for us, and that we have to deal with. Um, Paul says in his letter to the Galatians that through Jesus we are now taken on by God as God's children by adoption. Um, John in his prologue says that we um, have the power to become the children of God um, through that event. And if you read further on in John's Gospel, you get to that famous passage 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever has faith might have eternal life. We're those children. God gives us to the world and gives us to each other. None of us, according to John, has ever seen God. And certainly when you read the Old Testament, you're sort of relieved that that has never happened to us because it's never a safe thing to see God. Bad things happen to people. When you know Uzziah reaches out his hand to steady the ark, he's burnt to a crisp. Um, whenever people see God face to face, they are worried, oh no, what's going to happen to me? But after Christmas, after the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, it is our task to learn to see God in the ordinary, in the everyday. The choir is going to sing an anthem and talk about Christ. It's an American Indian hymn, Christ Wrapped in a Blanket of Rabbit Fur. I love that image. We have to find God wrapped in the everyday. And so our task as Christians is always to look at each event and see God in it. Not always easy. Some events are not very pleasant. Um, But God is never absent from us, maybe hidden under the ordinary. Certainly in the last few weeks I have been held up greatly by your kind words and your prayers. Those are the ways that God is known to us in and among the ordinary, just surprising ways. And we, as Christians, are to look for that. We are also, as the church, the body of Christ incarnate in the world. Um, Jesus comes as flesh and dwells among us. Um, You look at his life uh, in all of the Gospels, there's that element of tragedy mixed in with it, but they firmly believe that God is in that. We, the church are made up of divine nature and human nature mixed together. It's our task to be given for the world that God has made, to be about the salvation of the world. And and sometimes we think, oh yes, we're divine and we can go out and do that. And other times we have feet of clay and think, oh no, we can't do that. That's exactly how the incarnation works. God is in the midst of all of that, even when we have feet of clay. And so our task is always to be looking for where God is present and then always be revealing that to the world so that the world, like us, can be reconciled to God and have the power to become the children of God. Amen.